Hey guys, it's Christine. Unfortunately, I am not with Matt right now, but I am currently editing episode two, which you are hearing right now. And I wanted to formally introduce you to the Bathroom Break podcast. When we originally recorded this episode, we still didn't have a name for this podcast, which you'll hear in a second. Um, but yeah, just want to let you guys know that we do in fact have a name now. Also, wanted to give a not so formal apology for what you're about to hear, because this is a very important topic. Um, but it might have been a little all over the place, which was definitely on my end, because I may or may not have chugged a few alcoholic beverages before we recorded this episode because I had a lot of nerves. So I'm sorry. Um, let's never talk about this again, okay? Love you. Enjoy the episode. Goodbye. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast that still has no name, even though we are here on episode two. <laughs> the podcast that shall not be named. <laughs> Literally, we'll figure it out at some point. If anyone has any ideas, please just let us know. Um, the more to give us, the better. You probably know us if you're listening to this, but my name is Christine. And I'm Matt. And we are primarily from Instagram, but you can find us anywhere. But in case you don't know us, um, you can find us on Instagram at MyIBSLife. And Matt, tell them where they can find you. You can find me at Gluten Free Street Gang. Yes, go follow us there, um, please. I uh, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram needs A me. nice hit of validation. <laughs> but anyway, let's move into today's topic. Um, I'm actually really excited for this topic. It's something I personally get asked a lot about on my Instagram, but I think both me and Matt are perfect to talk about this topic. Matt, tell us what the topic is today. I completely agree. We have a ton of experience in this space, and the topic that we're talking about today is how to talk to boys about your stomach problems. Incredible. Because, let's face it, it's like an awkward conversation to have when you're talking, whether it's a boy, a girl, whoever you're into, it's awkward to bring up your poop problems like that's the most unsexy thing you could ever talk about it literally yeah it, i couldn't agree more took words out of my mouth it is <laughs> possibly the least sexy thing you can bring up on like a first to like fifth date um and i guess i almost have like a home field advantage right because boys were taught to talk about poop and fart jokes from the, our, a very young age like it's something that we're like conditions for and even i as like a man, like find it hard to have that conversation. So I can only imagine mm -hmm. what it's like for what was like for you, like going on dates, like talking to Jay about uh, about it as well. Right. Yeah. But that's like the thing. That's why I feel like we are maybe we'll see how this goes. But maybe we're good to talk about this topic because somehow, some way, we have both found men while we're living with these issues. <laughs> We are two success stories here, so we can hopefully provide some uh, advice and uh, commentary that our listeners are going to find helpful. Absolutely. So I was kind of actually thinking, like, do we want to maybe start with our stories? Like, Matt, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about how you might have brought it up with your boyfriend? Or I can, Yeah, I can, I can start. Um, I met my boyfriend, Dylan, uh, a little over two years ago, and... Uh, it was quite easy bringing it up with him, uh, but I also didn't volunteer much at first. Uh, our first date involved um, drinks and food, and it was 
<laughs> it was season two of like a season two of lockdown in the UK where you couldn't really eat indoors. So um, like, there really wasn't much else to do either. And I mentioned I can't do gluten and it causes it's not celiac, but it still causes uh, some crazy stomach issues and kind of left it at that. And he was quite understanding. Um, in the past, not all guys were understanding. Um, some of them were would kind of brush it off. Some of them would make a joke of it, saying I'll have his gluten or I'll have extra gluten. And it's just like, one, that's not funny. Two, that's a red flag. Uh, so we're going to move on. But uh, I kind of, I started with what I was comfortable sharing and yeah. moved up to, hey, if I have gluten, I spend all day in the bathroom for three days. But uh, that's, you know, I found it in my own time. And when yeah. I already knew that, okay, I kind of want to keep him around. Yeah. No, I feel like you just hit on so many points I wanted to bring up like later in this conversation anyway. So that's like perfect. But I know you guys can't see my face right now, but literally when Matt was saying all of that, like men making all those lame ass jokes when you tell them you have a problem, I'm mm -hmm. like, I just want to hurl. Like, I'm like, what? Do you think that's funny? Like, that's not funny. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm glad you have found someone who is understanding and isn't like, you know, a jerk off about it. <laughs> same to you yeah you know it's crazy I feel like I get asked a lot how I brought it up to um my now husband ew what um I'm married it's weird um how I brought it up to him four years ago to be honest um I kind of have an interesting story that's so not relatable um I didn't have the chance to tell my husband Jay oh. about my IBS Matt you haven't heard this I feel like I don't, I don't think I knew this oh my god um when I met Jay this was before my IBS life was created before I was like really on the internet, like somewhat successfully, I guess. Um, it's kind of a dumpster <laughs> fire now anyway, but <laughs> I had a YouTube channel that had literally like, I don't know, like 40 subscribers. It was so bad. Anyway. Um, when I met Jay, I had it's already 40 had to die though. Yeah. Literally like they were there. Um, but I had had a few videos up and one of them was about my IBS. So I met Jay one night, that one faded night. And then um, the next day, as you do, you Google the person, right? And he you, found my YouTube you, channel. You do some reconnaissance. Exactly. And I understand. I get it. I tried to Google him. He was at the time nowhere to be found on the internet. Um, I changed that and I'm proud of that. But anyway. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. Exactly. But he found me and my YouTube channel and um, got to hear all about the things that happen in my insides and what comes out of me. Oh, no. Um, and then on our first okay. official date, he brought it up. That was my next question was, how did he bring it up? What did he say? He literally said, um, I have a bone to pick with you. And I said, oh, God. He's like, so you have a YouTube channel? And I was like, oh yeah and he's like and you have ibs and i was like oh yeah and literally the video <laughs> was like about how um like i hate going out to dinner because of my ibs and we were literally on a dinner date <laughs> <laughs> so it, it again it not, a worse. <laughs> not a relatable situation in the slightest um, but but uh, I didn't really have any choice to how he found out about my IBS. But as awkward as it kind of was, like he also did not care at all. 
like it made no difference to him. Um, he was just like, why do you talk about it? <laughs> Which fair question. <laughs> Extremely fair question. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise in the past with boyfriends, like I, I feel like I've brought it up all different ways. Um, and that's kind of what we're here to talk about today. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll give some advice of what we've learned along the way. As, as best as we can. <laughs> as best as we can. We're still trying to figure it out too. I'm married. Matt's like two years deep in his relationship. We're still trying to figure it out. It's fine. We're all just ringing it. <laughs> so Matt, do you have like any pointers or tips to give people on how to talk to boys? I guess like kind of like just what I was like talking about is share what you're comfortable with to start with. Um, it's such a weird uh thing to talk about like believe me i know i've been there but like if you don't want to say that um like ibs is what you have and uh that's if you have a little bit too much garlic that you have explosive poops for several days straight um then start slowly and start saying that you have some food intolerances it's nothing serious and uh but that you just need some extra accommodation with what you do for dates, the right person will understand. And yes. if they don't understand, then you can find better than that person. 100%. If you don't take away anything else from this entire podcast, every episode, at least take that. Like that's the most important thing either of us could have said. And I 100% agree with Matt that was like my first bullet point actually literally Matt touched on all my bullet points within like the first three sentences that he said um which is like awesome but I didn't mind think alike exactly this is this is why we're meant to be Mm -hmm. I was gonna say like it's how you bring it up is all up to you and what feels right and most comfortable for you if you are someone that it just feels best to be upfront and blunt about it in the beginning and get it out of the way and kind of like see if that person is like going to stay or not. Like, that's fine. Also, how, how much, like Matt said, how much detail you give is totally up to you. And kind of like he said with um, how things went with Dylan, it can be gradual. You know, maybe you start off with like something really vague, like, oh, I have stomach problems. And then as you learn to trust that person, as you start to feel like things are like real between you two and you feel more comfortable, maybe it slowly starts to come out like your trigger foods and what happens when actually when you actually eat a trigger food or Mm. when you have the dreaded first flare around them, like, you know, stuff like that. Like it can it can come at your own time and when you're feeling more comfortable with that person. You mentioned uh, the first flare around them and one thing that i've heard from my followers and also like knowing the anxiety from myself is the first overnight like the first adult sleepover Mm. and it's such a weird thing but like i really recommend if it's something that you're nervous about like i get shy using the bathroom in new places as i'm sure most of you do too and uh a home field advantage goes a long way so when it comes time to have that first sleepover, maybe go back to your place. Like you know where like, you know it best, you feel comfortable there, and it's not it's not necessarily going somewhere unfamiliar for that first time. And it will hopefully help with any flare any like symptoms that you might have while that while, while it's happening. 
that's like awesome advice. I totally agree. And it also brought up something in my mind that like, even, even before then, if you want, like that could be the perfect time to bring up that conversation um, to be like, you know, I feel more comfortable at home, blah, blah, whatever. Again, totally up to you. But also if you wanted to start it earlier than that, a good way of bringing it up as well. And again, it can be vague, but when you're like planning the first date, I feel like that's a really stressful mm-hmm. moment because a lot of dates center around the fact of going to a restaurant, getting food, having a picnic. If like, you know, you guys are cute like that. That's not me, but um, <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> but that can create a lot of anxiety because it's like, oh my God, like, am I going to get sick? Are they going to have something I can eat? Blah, blah, blah. Before, like while you're setting up that first date, you can totally take control of it then. Be like, hey, um, you know, I have stomach problems. Do you mind if we go to this specific restaurant that I feel comfortable at, that I know I can eat at, something like that? Or you can take that moment to either say whether you have stomach problems or not and set up a non-food date too. And kind of be like, you know what, like I'd rather do something different or, you know, I have stomach problems. I want to be able to be in the moment and have fun with you and not have to worry about the food. Do you mind if we go do something else type of a thing? That is phenomenal advice uh and i would go almost one step further with that i Mm. I definitely taking point and like saying hey like can we do this instead is um is a great idea like that will do so much for you until you start getting to know the person and uh can feel more comfortable and feel like yourself uh you don't even need to tell them when you plan on that first day that the reason why you don't want to get food is because you have some of problems um mm-hmm. you know it, it is how you frame it um yes. if you tell them hey like uh i know this really cute uh like comedy club that we could go to or like i love playing mini golf do you want to go do that um like i posted a reel recently of like non-food date ideas and like even things like if you want to is it is like a jazz club like bar in your city or town like that could be fun uh there's a lot that you can do and if you pitch it in a way that you're not losing anything like your stomach problems are nothing to be ashamed of it's just something that you have to deal with and mm-hmm. like again like the right person will understand if it's uh someone who is insisting on going to a bar for the first date then maybe there are other things to worry about totally and that's part of the reason like why it might be important to talk about it at some like whether you're the type of person that wants to get it over with the first date or even before the first date or if it's later down the line that's one reason why it's important to talk about it at some point to see if the person's even worth being with and investing your time and your energy because when you when you have these issues any type of chronic pain illness whether it's ibs or not dating and like romantic relationships are a lot of energy uh it's a lot you're giving a lot of yourself and a lot of your time and a lot of your thought and you really have to know whether it's worth it or not obviously everyone assesses that and is like is it worth like you know being with this person is it worth getting my heart broken and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's part of the and i think that's why it's a important reason to bring it up at some point again when you're comfortable with it i also feel like another important reason it is at some point like good to talk about your stomach issues is in case you have to cancel a date at some point, you don't want that person to just think you're like blowing them off. Um, 
or or again like if you're if you're constantly picking dates that aren't revolving around food like maybe it's just good for them to know why or if they're like insistent of cooking you dinner or something you kind of want to want to let them know that you have like these issues so you don't run into bigger issues later like i i cannot emphasize this enough like don't ever <laughs> let someone cook you food and then eat it because you feel bad or like because you feel like you have to like if you can avoid that problem like 100% do it and that's like why it's important to bring it up at some point <laughs> that's also like a key takeaway from this conversation uh, <laughs> like there is no shame in not being able to eat something like don't make yourself sick for hours days a week plus uh just because you feel bad seriously and like Matt said like anyone that's worth it will just like understand and they'll be like oh my god I don't want you to get sick like yeah let me cook you something else or let's go do something else like something like that um and anyone that's like not understanding or that maybe you don't even feel comfortable telling them like maybe they're just not worth it and and if they're not worth it they're not worth having diarrhea for six days like they're not I need that on a (laughs) t-shirt But yeah, like I, again, I feel like there's just, there's many different ways you can bring it up. Maybe it's, you have a serious sit down conversation with them at some point when you feel like you trust them more, when you feel more comfortable with them. My best friend did that with her now fiance. He still tells me about it to this day. She literally sat him down and he thought this was going to be some like earth shattering conversation. And she was like, I have IBS. And sometimes I have diarrhea when I eat some things. And he was like, okay, I, like, I, I don't care. Why is this so serious? But like, that's how she felt most comfortable bringing it up. So maybe it's a serious sit down conversation. Maybe it's just like a casual thing. Like we've been talking about that you bring up at some point, oh, I have stomach issues, blah, blah, blah. You progress as you guys progress into telling them. Mm. Or my personal favorite is just making like a joke of it to make it way casual and almost just like slip it in. Like, I even do this with like new friends or something. I'll be like, oh my God, if I eat that, I'm going to shit my pants. And then they're like, they just laugh about it. But that's like literally my way of telling them like I have issues. <laughs> it's a nice little like soft launch of the bigger, exactly. like, the bigger conversation. It is the soft launch. Yes, exactly. But, um, but yeah, there's just like so many different ways you bring it up. And like Matt said before, it's like in time, you'll f- you'll figure out what feels most comfortable for you. And I really do feel like you will find the timing of when to bring it up. Kind of building on that, uh, like one thing I've noticed is like most of my followers are women who pursue men, and from a man's perspective, um, uh, we one like poop jokes, and two think we're funnier than we are. Um, there may come a time that if you're dating a guy and he starts like joking about your IBS, like he may be trying to relate to you and make light mm. of it and try to make you smile. Uh, it may not be ill-intentioned, even though it may be, <laughs> it, may it may be very insensitive. Uh, I think it's at that point, like like the continued conversation, like it's not just a one-time thing. Like it took me a while with my current boyfriends to like kind of get through all of it. Um, kind of similar, like the extended conversation isn't really relatable it was like date one um i have gluten issues day two it's uh it's serious but not, it's like medically needed but not like uh like celiac or like an allergy uh date three oh by the way i have an instagram account um but <laughs> <laughs> the extra um, layer yeah 
<laughs> like it, it, it doesn't end with like one conversation. Like it's going to need to be a learning curve for the person. And it's a really big test of how they continue to react and like, accommodate you and uh, understand like they may be well-intentioned. They may just be like doing the most and trying too much. That's a really good point. And that's also like impeccable insight into the mind of a man. And I really appreciate that. And I'm sure a lot of others do too. I, I agree though, too. I feel like like with, even with Jay, there was like a learning curve of him, like really finding like the right things, not only to say, I guess, when I would bring up things or when I wouldn't feel well, but like how to deal with me almost when I wasn't mm. feeling well. You know, like we, we would have little, the first time I flared around him, he literally thought I hated him because when I flare, I tend to like get really quiet and like, I don't want anyone talking to me. I don't want anyone touching me. I don't like, I want to be alone. And he took that as me like being cold. And it, it took a while for him to learn like, okay, now it just means she's not feeling well. And I, I'm going to back off for a few hours and I'll like, there was a learning curve with that too. So I like that mm. you brought it up. And then also the other thing, maybe like one of our last points is like, I think there's this fear of bringing up like, our baggage, quote unquote, um, because not only are we afraid they'll think that's not sexy or anything, but that they, that they don't want to deal with us mm. or you, you don't want to be a burden. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect words. And I just, I, I think Matt can attest to this too. And he kind of already did. There are so many more people out there that will be understanding of your problems than those that won't. Because honestly, especially IBS and gut issues, it's clearly like we just talked about in like the last episode and we'll continue talking about, it's such a huge thing now. And it almost seems like everyone and their mother has some sort of stomach issue. I bet you that person you're talking to or you're seeing either has some sort of stomach issue themselves or has someone in their family or like close group of friends that has stomach issues and and they already understand maybe the gist of things and they're not going to judge you for it. People will be understanding more than you think. I think that's, <clears throat> that is a really good point of, uh, yeah, like I, knowing myself, I tend to catastrophize and think, Oh, what's the worst, like, like what's the worst thing that can happen and fixate on, okay, here is the like bottom, like, 30% of outcomes like like that's definitely going to happen but like in reality uh there are so many things that could go right by being a little vulnerable and there are so many green flags to uh look out for i know like it can be like a huge like you, like if i share too much about my dietary issues i almost feel like a vulnerability hangover after that of oh my god i shared too much they're gonna think i'm so weird um right but like when you like when you let your guard down like that, you can overlook the positive responses that are coming your way. And it's good to reflect totally. on that. And like um knowing that like the person might ask questions to try, I guess, to know you better and like see how they can accommodate you. The person um might offer to cook you dinner with like food that you can handle. Like they'll they'll go to your favorite restaurants and like work around you to make you feel like you're valued. And that's not something to uh scoff at. Like there's so much that can go right if you uh if like when you find the right person and like yeah it's a crapshoot but like just like you said there are so many like people out there that are going to be understanding 
totally 100 percent agree like don't let the health issues you have that you cannot control fear finding love or talking to people or meeting new people even if it's just friends and stuff like don't let that make you feel like a burden it, it's not and like we just said you know there's people that will be understanding and those people are worth pursuing and like having in your life and to everyone else you can tell them to f off and that's that there's this meme that i love it says something like uh winnie the pooh didn't rock walk around for our entire childhood wearing a crop top for nothing like it's time <laughs> to stun <laughs> yes and i feel like that's that's the perfect way to end this conversation <laughs> we hope that this was helpful <laughs> in some way i know this might have been a little all over the place maybe a little chaotic but I truly feel like there was like so much I wanted to say that I was just going to word vomit it anyway. And there was going to be no structure no matter what. <laughs> but if you follow us on social media, you already know that's how we operate. So yeah, like you, part, you part know, the, the chaotic, exactly. You know, the chaotic energy. This is what you signed up for. Um, and I'm, I'm still sorry about it, but this is how it is. So, but anyway, thank you guys so much for being here and for listening to our second episode. We really appreciate um, it. We do appreciate it. We'll hope you'll be back for the third episode. Um, and yeah, thank you, Matt, for your time and all your insight. It's been very helpful, even for me. <laughs> we all learn something new every day, right? We do. We do. And I love that. But um, yep, we will be back soon. We'll catch you next time. Yes, we will. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Later.